In the history of Indian retail, Shopper's Stop is a name that shines really bright. Their first store was opened soon after I left school. So for much of my adult life, shopping from apparel to home decor for me has been at Shopper's Stop. In fact, the jacket I'm wearing today was certainly purchased at Shopper's Stop. While Shopper's Stop has today grown to 80 plus stores and often is the anchor tenant in glitzy malls across Indian cities that are transforming and growing, with the rise of digital, Shopper's Stop has made tremendous leaps in digital through building omnichannel capabilities to achieve more availability, drive sales and traffic, and integrate digital touch points. An omnichannel retail strategy really improves the customer experience and provides more channels for customer purchases, whether it's on an app, on mobile, website, or in stores, like we've all seen Shopper Stop when we go to malls. And while Shopper Stop is well on this route, the pandemic really made it an imperative. Welcome to the third episode of the Accenture Business Journal for India Leadership Dialogue Series 2022 which is focused on the booming retail sector where Shopper Stop is an icon in India. I'm joined by Venu Nair, who's Managing Director and CEO at Shopper Stop, and Samir Amte, who's Managing Director and Lead Retail Accenture in India. We will look at trends in the retail sector, learn from Venu and Samir just how much retail was disrupted and how the use of data and analytics to reimagine and enhance customer experience as well as profitability can provide an edge in a business where competition is cutthroat. We will also look at future trends. We will learn how despite starting as a brick and mortar retailer and achieving market leadership in an era where online shopping was just a mere dream, Shopper Stop has today transformed to become the go-to digital destination for customers through constant innovation. Welcome, Venu and Samir. It's a real privilege to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a privilege for us as well. Thank you, Samir. Uh, well, first out, I need to deal with the elephant in the room, and that really is the pandemic, right? I mean, everything that we do today in business is often defined by what happened then, and it's it's really not uh, gone away. Uh, still, We're still focused on numbers, etc. Uh, so, uh, Venu, I, I want to start out with you, and perhaps Samir, you can add to this uh, if you like. Uh, since the acceleration of online, and you know what has happened is the digital customer has become one of the most important trends that has emerged from the pandemic. Do you feel that there has been a need to reimagine the business model itself, or was it something where you all were well on the way and aware? Thanks, thanks, Ivor, and uh, thanks for that question. Interesting one. And uh, I must say, when you said, let's start with the elephant in the room and the pandemic, and and it was almost remembering something which we've been trying to forget. Because obviously the pandemic was a big hit. The retail industry was very badly impacted. And uh, uh, truly, it, it has forced all of us to rethink what we do, how we do. Uh, but going back to the original question, and as you rightly said, Shopper Stop, an icon of retail in India uh, probably can and should claim the credit of actually starting modern retail in India. And it was the go-to destination for many, many years before other alternatives came up. And, th and even today is one of the most uh, 
or rather sought after first thought in terms of when you think about shopping or retailing and that's that's absolutely true uh, in fact my my first jacket was also not not maybe definitely was from shopstop and i know it was from the first tour of shopstop in andheri uh, so we all have memories of shoppers and uh, and an icon of retail who grew in the brick and mortar era shoppers has been in the forefront thought through about e-commerce as early as 1999 adopted uh, e-commerce as a separate channel invested into sap hybris in 2017 but at the same time it was an additional channel and it was uh, if if i were to get into the nitty-gritty it was a multi-channel approach rather than an omni-channel approach it had e-commerce as a separate channel for consumers and it had stores as the main channel what covid did and what the pandemic did was to force the business to relook at the model and it definitely has adapted adopted and moved from being a multi-channel retailer to an omni-channel retailer and i think that's the biggest shift that has happened while the fundamentals of the business remain the same what it has done is to bring omni-channel to the forefront of being the focus for the business uh, and this is something which not just retailers like shopstop but also propel the brands to revisit their strategies and business model because the consumer dynamics has changed their preferences have changed our own omnichannel approach has led us to invest into digital technology to create personalized purchasing experiences for our customers with evolving and varied tastes and uh, thanks to samir and his team who have helped us tremendously in that journey to be able to scale up at pace and bring our whole e-commerce digital experience to be at par with the rest of the competition uh and our omnichannel transformation i would say is perfectly in sync with time our aim was to replicate an appealing in-store experience with a similar browsing experience with an array of categories and brands across all the channels with the shopstop app and now it's it's got a cumulative download download of over 14 million we have further revamped that user interface and we now provide exceptional browsing experience and that's really the shift that has happened our focus and any conversation that we now have it's digital first along with what we would do in stores and i think that's the shift which has come through and that's because that's that's the way customers now looking at and it offers customers flexibility ease and it has re-energized our brand and it has delivered sustainable growth for our stakeholders well thank you so much uh, venu for explaining this in detail sameer I-, i wanted to throw the same question to you but from a different perspective you you represent action choice and you all consult with some of the top retail brands in the world how do you see the importance of omni channel in retail growing and especially uh, during the pandemic and how how have you all seen the pandemic accelerating this trend and how have really how has the industry really responded you know i i want to understand that from we know covered um, 
you know, our journey with, uh, you know, Shopperstop. But uh, to be very honest, I think uh, if you take into consideration the era uh, before COVID, uh, the challenge was, you know, India is an organization or, or, or a country uh, which is, uh, you take into consideration any category. It is 50% organized and 50% unorganized. So the question was where the growth is coming in from, right? And uh, before the, the pandemic era, the, the growth was essentially pegged upon uh, you know, let's go to the new uh, new regions, uh, new towns, uh, tier two, tier three cities, uh, different store formats, uh, you know, different categories. And let's basically focus on that and let's capture, uh, you know, the unorganized sector and try to get them into the organized sector. But I guess, you know, what uh, the pandemic has really taught is that, uh, you know, uh, the consumer behavior, honestly, Whenever we talk about digital commerce, omni-channel, or how the uh, industry is growing, it is uh, it is always anchored on how the consumer in that industry is behaving. And uh, retail is uh, by far closest to the consumer than uh, you know any other industry. And uh, you know the consumer behavior suddenly changed. Uh, people wanted the comfort of uh, exploring things, uh, sitting at home, or the flexibility required to try at home. Uh, you know, uh, experiment at home and then basically go and uh, check out the physical product at the store. And that is exactly what is really driving, uh, you know, the industry in the, in, the, in the arena that we are really talking about. And it does not hold true only for retail. I mean, if you take into consideration, uh, you know, other industries as well. Uh, you know, yesterday itself, I was talking to, uh, you know, a few of my colleagues. Uh, in 2014, 2015 is when, um, you know, globally everyone started talking about digital commerce or, uh, you know, omni-channel. Uh, but when it, when it came to India, it was all about analytics. Uh, but it was, uh, it had the pandemic would not have happened, uh, I think uh, our the growth would have still come from, uh, you know, the traditional, traditional channel. A pandemic has just basically accelerated the journey. And across the industries, uh, right now, uh, people are... Uh, you know, the organizations want to adopt digital, want to, uh, you know, look at uh, doing things differently. And it's all hinging upon, you know, the consumers that they're really dealing with. Absolutely, Samir. I think the pandemic really uh, shifted things on on every, uh, on every in every sector, right? So many things just, uh, whether it's the future of work or literally anything that you imagine was transformed. But, you know, since you spoke about uh, data and analytics, that's a, a question I want to ask you, Venu. How is ShopperStop really with Accenture? How are you uh, leveraging some of these uh, uh, data and uh, real-time analytics uh, tools? You know? And how does it help you from a perspective of uh, better decision-making, you know, faster decision-making, supply chain, logistics, and customer centricity for both digital and physical uh, customers and especially if you can you know share some examples here that will be that will be really insightful very good question Ivor. and i think uh, again what the pandemic has done is to uh, highlight focus and emphasize the the opportunity that data gives i think if it's it's fair to say that retail always had a lot of data uh, i mean we've got transactions happening every single minute we've got cameras which were Recording the movement of people, but it was not utilized or used as much as we can. And what we as a business at ShopperStop, we did was to uh, firstly sit down, think through in terms of what we should be doing. And uh, again, conversations with Samir and his team, Accenture, and one, the 
first thing which we realize what we need to do is to uh, harvest this data and get the data in a form which which make you can harvest it. And we invested into to a data lake and created a whole data warehouse a program which we internally call Jarvis. And uh, thanks to uh, Samir and his team for building that for us. And effectively, what we did was to get all of the various data sources that we have and all the various data that we have onto one platform. If you think about it, we as a retail business, we've got data of uh, consumers who are uh, browsing with us. We've got data of customers who are shopping on our app. We've got data of customers who are walking into our store, products that they're buying. We have a rich uh, database of 9 million first citizen customers, and we have their purchase history with us, as well as what they are currently purchasing. And based on that, it gives us the ability to be able to then create models. So what we are now doing is leveraging our data analytics capabilities by combining these customer interactions, both in-store and online. Multiple analytical models, like the propensity model, market basket analysis, cross-category analysis, and much more is being used to target the customer smartly and enhance the whole customer experience. Further, what we are now able to do is to use that data to also assist and help our personal shoppers. And personal shoppers is something very unique to ShopperStop, where we have uh, styling experts who assist customers in-store and online to make their purchase. But to assist these personal shoppers, we now have data when a customer is engaging with them based on their history and based on their cohort, we can also predict as to what is it that they're likely to like, whether which product, which brand, which category. And hence, that personal shopper is able to give a much more value-added service to, to the customer. We use analytics and AI to be able to offer them products which they are likely to buy. Similarly, the information that we have on our customers and what they buy, we are able to tailor the assortment of brands that we would have in our stores. So from a regional basis, we can tailor, from a regional basis, we can tailor the brands that we are doing. Similarly, uh, we are also able to, not just from a brand perspective, but also from a category perspective, make those changes. And again, this is possible only because of analytics and the data that we now have. And our focus will continue to remain on fostering personalized consumer experiences, customer experiences, and using data collected from our loyalty program and the customer data models to be able to do this. If I give an example, and just recently, we shared a personalized video with 4.5 million customers. And it was personalized at an individual level, wherein the video specifically addressed you by name, talked of when you started the journey with Shopperstop, which store did you first visit, which year it was, how many times you have visited us since then, which is the favorite brand that you purchase from us, which is the favorite category that you purchase from us, and to give them an incentive to come back, also based on that favorite brand or favorite category, give them a sweetener to be able to come to us or give them a reason to come to us. And that was extremely successful and it, it, 
give a significant incremental sales by being able to do that at that level of personalization. So I would, I mean, what uh, Vinu just talked about uh, is nothing but an example of, uh, you know, this uh, buzzword that is there in the industry called hyper-personalization, right? I mean, uh, you know, this is, it cannot get better than that. Otherwise, you know, this, uh, you know, this example is absolutely brings this hyper-personalization to life. Otherwise, it remains in theory. But let me just basically also tell you, I mean, you know, the when we talk about disruption, because all the industries are getting disrupted. So the journey to disruption starts with data, which means there are three pronged uh, journey or three, uh, you know, uh, three, you know, basically ways in which one can really go through it. The number one stage is basically ensuring that you uh, or the organizations understand the rich data that is getting generated in a real time basis in the organization itself. Having understood the data, the stage two is basically to defend, right? I mean, because unless and until you defend and you fortify yourself, you will never be able to disrupt, which is basically the stage three. So it is understand the data, defend, fortify yourself. And once you have done that, then go for, uh, you know, uh, looking at disruption in the industry. So that is my take on, uh, you know, uh, on the data and analytics. And I'm, I'm, I'm so glad and, and feel privileged to be associated with Shopperstop uh, on this particular journey as such. It, it truly is, is really a wonderful, uh, you know, uh, example. And again, the hyper-personalization thing that you explained and uh, way you gave an example was truly, I think that shows really the power of digital, right? I mean, that's something that was just not possible earlier where you could show someone and that to millions of customers personalized uh, to their individual taste, their purchases, what they've done, their history, and uh, so much more. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. But, you know, one of the things is also, what is the next thing is perhaps the metaverse, right? And that is really the buzzword today. It's, it's really become the trend. And now that I think a significant percent, I believe 70 to 80% of sales originating uh, are originating online for Shopper Stop. I wanted to understand from y'all, uh, from Venu as well as you, Samir, you know, how do you see the play of metaverse in an omni-channel strategy? And especially Venu that, that you are executing. And what are some of the investments uh, y'all are doing when it comes to uh, creating or really, really entering uh, the metaverse? Well, I guess, you know, Ivor, I mean, uh, this is a great question. I mean, in 2013, 2014, uh, you know, Accenture came out and said that um, in the next five years, every business is going to be a digital business. And we are, uh, and we have seen that happen, right? I mean, uh, and we are in 2022. And, you know, there is no uh, qualms, uh, basically, uh, from Accenture perspective, when we say that every business is going to be a metaverse business in the next, uh, you know, few years. I mean, uh, this 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 thing is uh, really, really, you know, you know, catching up. Uh, you know, like yesterday itself, uh, you know, we were in a global award, internal Accenture award, where the awards were given to us in a metaverse world, right? I mean, uh, you know, there were around about more than a lakh people who were recruited in Accenture in India on a, on a, on metaverse, not coming to the physical office. And I think, you know, as this journey continues, I think uh, there is a big play. Uh, for the retailers, uh, there, there, there are food chains. They're already talking about setting up their, uh, you know, basically chains in the metaverse world. Uh, there are folks who are talking about uh, Dalair Mehendi is basically talking about having a concert in the in the metaverse world. And you know, yes, I mean, once you are in that particular world, it is but natural that you want to have a very trendy avatar of yourself. 
uh, you would because you know at the end of the day we all joined facebook and instagram just because our peers and friends joined it and that is exactly what is going to happen on the metaverse because it is going to be the the friends and the social uh, the social pressure is going to be so much that uh, we will all would want to actually connect on a social uh, in a in a metaverse world and once we connect there i mean uh, we would need good clothes good glasses good jackets because we want to appear ourselves trendy in that particular setup yes we would want to have uh, we will feel hungry so there should be there is a you know there should be a food chain where i can order my burger or my coffee which can get delivered to me in a real time basis i mean the opportunities are immense it is uh, are we an expert at this particular point of time the answer is no but we are all you know learning exploring and together i i have no qualms in saying that uh, metaverse is the next big thing uh, in the consumers uh, you know industry and uh, this all the industry supporting the consumers will have to move in that direction so when how are y'all really preparing uh, for this metaverse right because uh, clearly y'all have, when it comes to retail in india uh, y'all have, your shopper stop is 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 the it's is the de facto number one it's an icon right for for all of us who who've grown up so clearly when when i'm on the metaverse if uh, when i'm looking out for a parallel of my avatar shopper stop would be the one choice i would have so how are y'all really planning to leverage this i'm sure huge demand but also huge opportunity for us yeah i think uh, uh, obviously we have to take it in stages and uh, the period in the last uh, uh, 18 to 24 months it's been a period of tremendous change transformation and moving from being a brick and mortar business to being a digital first omni channel business and that's really where our focus has been and even as that has evolved we've seen tremendous shifts and i think that is something which is true in the new world as well the speed at which uh, technologies change technologies adapt and also it morphs into something else and if i were to talk about something related it's just the whole content and how content has moved on from being still images to being influencers from influencers being into influencers now doing live streaming and then i think the next stage into that is where metaverse will start to come into play and we are we are very conscious of it we are brainstorming internally on how we draw synergies and how we integrate metaverse into our whole customer journey and it is a whole new world it is a whole new way of uh, engaging with customers and at the same time as samir said it is something which is evolving and once we have more clarity that's when we will take it forward from there when at the moment the examples and what has metaverse been used for it is for creating a virtual store where you can essentially show your products customers can browse through can look at the garments can wear them feel them if you have an avatar and so on and so forth so that's that's where it has been used for so far but i think this is going to be evolving and evolving very rapidly so that's something which we are very acutely conscious and keeping an eye on well i know you all certainly uh, seem very prepared uh, for the future venu and i guess the investments that you all have made the foundations you have laid in uh data insights analytics etc are really going to help uh, in in all of these areas to is just a uh, new uh, again in in omni channel metaverse is just going to be uh, one more channel uh, we've had a really fascinating discussion but you know there's one aspect of uh, all of this 
which is really the the question of uh, talent, uh, right? Uh, to be able to uh, deliver some of these capabilities, etc. Now, with entire business models itself, you know, undergoing transformation. Now, you you spoke about personal shoppers, uh, for instance. Now, that's a concept. Y'all, y'all are clearly the pioneers, and each one of us at Shop, uh, who've been users of Shopper Stop, I've, I've loved that concept. But online, right, the, the the way you all have managed to shift it online, that's been very interesting. But that does mean uh, transformation. So with, with the entire business models undergoing transformation, how, in your opinion, should talent keep themselves relevant, whether it's in, in the business or whether it's in technology, uh, strategy, management, etc.? Uh, I think it's uh, a, a fascinating area and it's one which has evolved and evolved very, very rapidly. Uh, but if you take one step back, I think gone, and I think this is permanently gone, where you could acquire a skill and then practice it for the rest of your lives. I think that period is gone. We, in the new world, it will be a cycle where you are real, I mean, essentially, you learn something, practice it for a few years, and then you need to reskill yourself. And that's really the new age, new world. And talent that we look for are first and foremost, people who are big on learning and have uh, an ability to learn and inquisitiveness and are willing to adapt and unlearn and relearn or unlearn and learn, depending on what it is. The ability to adapt and the ability to move on to newer roles, move on to newer responsibilities is vital going forward. Functional expertise is important, but within the functional expertise itself, the ability to reinvent yourself with the changing times and the changing ways of doing business is absolutely critical. Equally, having a digital mindset and being able to adapt to digital is absolutely vital going forward. Because every aspect of business, whether it is HR, whether it is finance, whether it is visual merchandising, digital has had an impact and will continue to have an impact and will have an ever increasing level of impact. And hence, the ability to adopt technology, the ability to digitalize and be able to use that digital to drive efficiencies and drive responses is vital. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, just to add on to what Venu has just said that, you know, uh, at least from the what we are seeing, because we are in the middle of uh, assisting, uh, you know, multiple organizations on the digital transformation journey. And, uh, you know, and the reason I say that it's a journey is because uh, it takes time. It is not about just executing a tool or uh, a concept. It is about uh, organizations or the when we say organization is a big world. At the end of the day, it is all about people. It is people adopting that change, right? And the biggest, uh, and, the, and the journey is longer or shorter. It depends upon, you know, how are the people within an organization are able to uh, pivot themselves to the new, to the new world of digital, uh, you know, and, and, and basically accept it as a way of life as they go about doing their, uh, you know, work. I would say that is the single most uh, you know, important thing in the Indian organizations or the Indian enterprises uh, that we all need to really work towards to get our folks, to get our people to really adopt 
in a in a in a in a fast manner so that uh, the transformation becomes um, as um, fruitful and as short in a journey uh, as it is and you know at the end of the day when when the organization transform there is a significant value that is attached to it i think you made a very very important uh, point samir that you know why digital is key digital is critical people are at the heart of it and unless people are transformed you really can't i mean there's really no point of uh, digital transformation it, it really cannot happen because it won't really drive business uh, transformation uh, thank you uh, venu and samir it's been a fascinating uh, a discussion a short brief discussion but still a very fascinating one you know wherein i learned so much about how pandemic uh, disrupted your business how you all responded and have really uh, you know even though uh, when you said are trying to forget but actually you all have succeeded uh, through this you know how you all have leveraged uh, data insights analytics uh, etc to serve customers better to build omni channel uh, capabilities how you all are preparing to enter the metaverse and finally you know even from a talent perspective how how people really need to look at digital and why people are uh, so important thank you for a fascinating discussion on the retail sector and all of you all who are listening uh, thank you for being here and please stay uh, stay tuned for more such insightful episodes as part of the accenture business journal for india leadership dialogue series 2021